everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of All Careers Considered. I'm your host, Molly McCurdy, and today I'm excited to be here with an IU alum named Megan Caldwell. Um, she lives out in the Bay Area, and she works at Elevate Security as the head of customer. So thanks for being here, Megan. Yeah, I'm really excited to. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about you, um, kind of when you graduated from IU, and what your career has looked like since you graduated. Yeah, so I graduated from Bloomington campus in 2012. Um, I had graduated with degrees from School of Public Environmental Affairs and college. And I went straight, I moved straight to Washington, D.C., where I worked for a big consulting firm, Booz Allen. I was there for a couple years. Um, I started out on the Intel side of the house and then moved into healthcare. It was right around the time the Affordable Care Act was getting going on the government side. Um, and then I've then stayed in healthcare for the next six years. I did a fellowship in a hospital and then uh, eventually moved back out to California where I'm from and have been working in startup technology world for the last seven years, first on the healthcare side and now on the security side. Very cool. Awesome. So it sounds like you had um, really some great experiences, especially coming right out of undergrad, um, going right to DC. Um, so I'd be curious to hear a little bit about maybe your time as a student and maybe even just a young professional. And if there were any um, mentors, if you had any mentor relationships, um, maybe people that were able to kind of guide you um, and help you kind of get um, your foot in the door anywhere, just anyone that kind of helped you when you were um, a young professional. Yeah, so I actually directly got my job at Booz Allen as a result of sort of a mentor, for lack of a better word. So I had a classmate who was a year ahead of me who had also worked, gotten a job at Booz Allen. And I, my senior year, I remember, she's going to date me, but I remember messaging him on Facebook and being like, hey, I see that you work at Booz Allen. Uh, I'd love to learn more about it. And he and I started chatting and he was able to actually pass my resume on to someone who was hiring at Booz Allen, who actually also I later found out was also an IU alum. Uh, and so he was the one who really helped me get my foot in the door at Booz Allen. Um, and that was great because that was sort of an unexpected connection. And then when I was at Booz Allen in my first role, um, moving into the professional world can be a pretty overwhelming experience. Um, and I was really grateful to have two really strong mentors, both in my immediate boss, um, Shelly, and in the partner who headed up our part of the business, Dave, both of them were able to kind of, I came to them with questions about what I should be doing both in the media and more in the long term, and they remain kind of two voices in counsel I use to this day, but they were really helpful in helping me make some of those initial steps into being a professional, kind of move through those initial sort of tricky first years of uh, being in the working world, um, and I was really grateful uh, that I could find them at Booz. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think a lot of students kind of need to hear that, that in order to get, you know, that first step, um, it's really helpful to reach out to someone um, kind of like you did as a senior. So that's really great to hear. Um, I'm curious about what you said about those two mentors that you still keep in touch with. Um, I'd be curious to hear maybe how often you keep in touch with them, what types of conversations you still have, if any, because um, I think a lot of students, you know, they might they might form a mentorship relationship, but they, they might not know how to keep in touch. Like, should they, you know, keep um, an email communication or how all of that works as you continue through your career? Yeah, that's a great question. And it can sometimes vary um, depending on the relationship. But as a general rule, uh, I have a, a small handful of folks that I consider sort of like my core 
I use this terminology like board of directors, but the people who are the people I go to, no matter where I'm at in my life stage to be like, Hey, I'm thinking about this decision career wise. What is your feedback? Um, and, and that group of people, I try to stay in contact with them at least twice a year. And sometimes that's something as small as, um, just sending them an email around the holidays, just being like, Hey, I, you know, thinking of you and your family, something relevant based on what you know about them to when I'm in a city where they also live, um, reaching out to them and say, Hey, do you have time for coffee or, and if neither of those really make sense, I just set up like 30 minutes to chat, but I found keeping in touch and keeping it warm really twice a year is enough. Life is really hectic and that's a lot already to ask people. Um, and it's still made sure those relationships, even after a decade remain, remain good ones that I can call on when I need more than that 30 minute time period. Definitely. That sounds like great advice. Um, so as you kind of move through your career, um, what has mentoring meant to you um, as you've kind of maybe switched from being the mentee to maybe now you're the mentor? Do you have any, you know, younger professionals that are re reaching out to you now for advice? And what does that kind of look like? Yeah, this is really well timed because I just got off the phone with one of my mentees about 30 minutes ago. So this is well. Um, being a mentor is a really satisfying experience. I think one thing about humans is A, they like to talk about themselves and B, we're a pretty nostalgic bunch. Um, and so I get a lot of joy talking to students who are at Bloomington. Um, it helps me reflect on, you know, everything I received from being a, a student there. And also it's just fun to talk about something that you don't get to talk about all the time. Um, and so I really, students have started to reach out to me and I really enjoy that and I'm, I'm very open to it. And I find that most of my friends and colleagues are as well. Uh, it's a matter of, we can sometimes be busy. So I always tell my students, email me twice before you give up. Three times is also good. It doesn't mean that I don't want to do it. I'll tell you no if I don't have enough time, but sometimes it just takes that second or third ping on me to be like, oh, the student is quite persistent. And oh, I may have dropped this because of a busy week or a busy month, but it is still important to me to give back. So I encourage students, don't give up after the first time. Oftentimes it's not an, we're not ignoring you. We just get buried in stuff. Um, so do that second and third outreach. Um, it will pay dividends. I also am impressed by students who continue to stay on top of reminding me to reach out to them, which is good. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, so obviously we're kind of coming, I guess we're coming off of a pandemic. I think we're still in it technically, but it, it's starting to slow down. I think a lot of um, students have, that have just graduated or just kind of trying to get settled and figure out what their next steps are and might be looking for a mentor or someone to kind of help them with their next steps. Um, so for maybe those students that just kind of feel a little nervous, uncomfortable, they don't really know exactly how to like start to form one of those relationships. Um, do you have any guidance or maybe strategies that they could use? Yeah, first of all, full validation that it is very hard out there right now. And I appreciate 2020 grads have a, have a different challenge than we've had before. And I think the world is very aware of that. And so you actually can take advantage of people knowing it's hard and, and that end of itself is great. So acknowledging that in your communications is, is really important. I think honestly, the best way to find that I've found to find a mentor is to find someone who is doing something that you're interested in and that you have one sort of shared overlap that doesn't have to do with your career. So one of the things that I did after I graduated was I raced in the little 500. And I wanted to get into the Intel community. And so I just went on LinkedIn and looked up all of the like big consulting firms. And then I also looked up Little Five and it's surprising how many Little 500 alums have that on their LinkedIn. Um, or I just looked at like the Little 500 alumni page. 
Um, and that's a really great way because then not only do people see, okay, this person student is curious and interested in this thing that I also do professionally, but I have this other connection with them that makes me understand their lives a little bit better. So finding both that pairing of the professional and personal is, is really good. And I, I'm more likely to reply to people who I have, who mention something that I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I would like to like talk about that on top of our professional sort of conversations. Yeah. That's a really good advice. Thank you. Um, so I think that kind of wraps up my question. Do you have any, you know, last words of advice or anything that we didn't cover today? No, I think uh, it's hard out there right now, but you have literally half a million living alums uh, and they are quite generous in their time. I mean, I got the first two jobs I had as a direct contact with IU alums that I didn't know very well. So take that little brave step um, and send them to at least two emails and know that you have a lot of people have your back during this time and, and are ready and willing to, to step in and assist you on that, that first, first step. Perfect. Thanks, Megan. And then if students have any questions or maybe want to follow up with you, would there be like a good place for them to do that? Maybe um, LinkedIn or something like that? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. I think I'm just Megan M. Caldwell on LinkedIn. Uh, so feel free to message me there. I get to it about once a week or so. Um, and that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, but I'm happy to talk and definitely have built a good network of folks as well. So if, even if I'm not the right person, I can probably point someone in the right direction. Awesome. Perfect, Megan. Well, it's great to talk to you. Um, and thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks for everyone for listening to this episode of All Careers Considered, and we'll see you next time.